0: Hello, 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 welcome to RBT, reading live, uh, a bit, uh, a wee bit late this morning, a wee bit late, um, just took a receipt of, uh, of an Asda shop, which is funky, because it's for prayer meeting, wait, wait, I know That's gonna be brilliant Just uh, tagging a few people So it's prayer meeting tonight The event is on the notice board Um. Yep, yeah. just don't forget That it's on Doors open quarter two, food is served from seven. Um yeah, and we'll have a lovely time. a great one, first in in-person Prime meeting, man. Funky. There we are. Morning Katie. Yay. Morning Sam Mos Good to see you. Two, three, four. Some other people might be in, but I cannot see. Okay, so we're doing Daniel chapter 1 and 2. So I'm anticipating a lot of satraps, governors, you know, all that stuff. So it goes, um, I think it's Lamentations, Ezekiel, Daniel. Okay, Daniel chapters 1 to 2. To bring in some of the Israelites from the royal family and the nobility, young men without any physical defect, handsome, showing aptitude for every kind of learning, well informed, quick to understand, and qualified to serve in the king's palace. He was to teach them the language and literature of the Babylonians. The king assigned them a daily amount of food and wine from the king's table. They were to be trained for three years, and after that they were to enter the king's service. Among these were some of, some from Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. The chief official gave them new names. To Daniel, the name Belteshazzar. To Hananiah, Shadrach. To Mishael, Meshach. And to Azariah, Abednego. But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine. And he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself in this way. Now God had caused the official to show favor and sympathy to Daniel. But the official told Daniel, I'm afraid of my lord the king, who has assigned your food and drink. Why should he see you looking worse than the other young men of your age? The king would then have my head because of you. Daniel then said to the guard, whom the chief official had appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael and Azariah, Please test your servants for ten days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with that of the young men who eat the royal food and treat your servants in accordance with what you see. So he agreed to this and tested them for ten days. At the end of the ten days they looked healthier and better nourished than any of the young men who ate the royal food. So the guard took away their choice food and the wine they were to drink And gave them vegetables instead. To these four young men, God gave knowledge and understanding of all kinds of literature and learning. And Daniel could understand visions and dreams of all kinds. At the end of the time set by the king to bring them in, the chief official presented them to Nebuchadnezzar. The king talked with them and he found none equal to Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael and Azariah. So they entered the king's service. In every matter of wisdom and understanding about which the king questioned them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters in his whole kingdom. And Daniel remained there until the first year of King Cyrus. In the second year of his reign, Nebuchadnezzar had dreams. His mind was troubled and he could not sleep. So the king summoned the magicians, enchanters, sorcerers and astrologers to tell him what he had dreamed When they came in and stood before the king, he said to them, I have had a dream that troubles me, and I want to know what it means. Then the astrologers answered the king in Aramaic, O king, live for ever! Tell your servants the dream, and we will interpret it. The king replied to the astrologers, This is what I have firmly decided. If you do not tell me what my dream was was, and interpret it, I will have you cut into pieces and your houses turned into piles of rubble. But if you tell me the dream and explain it, you will receive from me gifts and rewards and great honor. So tell me the dream and interpret it for me. Once more they replied, let the king tell his servants the dream and we will interpret it. Then the king answered, I'm certain that you are trying to gain time, because you realize that this is what I have firmly decided. If you do not tell me the dream, there is just one penalty for you. You have conspired to tell me misleading and wicked things, hoping the situation will change. So then, tell me the dream, and I will know that you can interpret it for me. The astrologers answered the king, There is not a man on earth who can do what the king asks. No king, however great and mighty, has ever asked such a thing of any magician or enchanter or astrologer. What the king asks is too difficult. No one can reveal it to the king except the gods, and they do not live among men. This made the king so angry and furious that he ordered the execution of all the wise men of Babylon. So the decree was issued to put the wise men to death, and men were sent to look for Daniel and his friends to put them to death. When Arioch, the commander of the king's guard, had gone out to put to death the wise men of Babylon, Daniel spoke to him with wisdom and tact. He asked the king's officer, Why did the king issue such a harsh de- decree? Arioch then explained the matter to Daniel. At this Daniel went in to the king, And asked for time so that he might interpret the dream for him. Then Daniel returned to his house and explained the matter to his friends. Hananiah, Mishael and Azariah. He urged them to plead for mercy from the God of heaven concerning this mystery. So that he and his friends might not be executed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. During the night the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel praised the God of heaven. He said, praise be To the name of God forever and ever. Wisdom and power are His. He changes times and seasons. He sets up kings and deposes them. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what lies in darkness and light dwells with Him. I thank and praise You, O God of my fathers. You have given me wisdom and power. You have made known to me what we asked of You. And You have made known to us the dream of the King. Then Daniel went to Arioch, whom the king had appointed to execute the wise men of Babylon, and said to him, (coughs) Do not execute the wise men of Babylon. Take me to the king, and I will interpret his dream for him. Arioch took Daniel to the king at once and said, I have found a man among the exiles from Judah who can tell the king what his dream means. The king asked Daniel, also called Belteshazzar, Are you able to tell me what I saw in my dream and interpret it. Then Daniel replied, No wise man, enchanter, magician or diviner can explain to the king the mystery he is asked about. But there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. He has shown King Nebuchadnezzar what will happen in days to come. Your dream and visions that pass through your mind as you lay on your bed are these. As you were lying there, O king, your mind turned to things to come. And the revealer of mysteries showed you what is going to happen. As for me, this mystery has been revealed to me, not because I have greater wisdom than than other living men, but so that you, O king, uh, may know the interpretation and that you may understand what went through your mind. You looked, O king, and there before you stood a large statue, an enormous dazzling statue, awesome in appearance. The head of the statue was made of pure gold, its chest and arms of silver, its belly and thighs of bronze, its legs of iron, its feet partly of iron and partly of baked clay. While you were watching, a rock was cut out, but not by human hands. It struck the statue on its feet of iron and clay and smashed them. Then the iron and clay, the bronze, the silver, the gold were broken to pieces at the same time and and became like chaff on a threshing floor in the summer. The wind swept them away without leaving a trace. But the rock that struck the statue became a huge mountain and filled the whole earth. This was the dream, and now we will interpret it to the king. You, O king, are the king of kings. The God of heaven has given you dominion and power and might and glory. In your hands he has placed mankind and the beasts of the fields and the birds of the air. Wherever Wherever they live, he has made you ruler over them all. You are that head of gold. After you another kingdom will rise, inferior to yours. Next, a third kingdom, one of bronze, will rule over the whole earth. Finally, there will be a fourth kingdom, strong as iron, for iron breaks and smashes everything. And as iron breaks things to pieces, so it will crush and break all the others. Just as you saw that the feet and toes were partly of baked clay and partly of iron, so this will be a divided kingdom. Yet it will have some of the strength of iron in it. Even as you saw iron mixed with clay... As the toes were partly iron and partly clay, so this kingdom will be partly strong and partly brittle. And just as you saw the iron mixed with baked clay, so the people will be a mixture and will not remain united any more than iron mixes with clay. In the time of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed, nor will it be left to other people. It will crush all those kingdoms and bring them to an end, and it will endure, it itself endure forever. This is the meaning of the vision of the rock cut out of a mountain, but not by human hands. A rock that broke the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver and the gold to pieces. The great God has shown the king what will take place in the future. The dream is true and the interpretation is trustworthy. Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell prostrate before Daniel and paid him honor and ordered that an offering and incense be brought, t- be presented to him. The king said to Daniel, Surely your God is the God of gods and the Lord Of kings and a revealer of mysteries you were for you were able to reveal this mystery then the king placed Daniel in a high position and lavished many gifts on him he made him ruler over the entire province of Babylon and placed him in charge of all its wise men moreover at Daniel's request the king appointed Shadrach Meshach and Abednego administrators over the province of Babylon while Daniel himself remained at the royal court Oh cool. It's nice to be reading some Daniel in it. Um so that chapter two was what uh Sam read on Sunday. Um yeah, talking about um yeah oh sorry, uh, talking about the kingdom, um, isn't it? That uh yeah, that is that is Jesus, the rock that's hewn out of the mountain and then grows and fills the whole whole earth. Um Yeah, and that's just quite amazing, isn't it, for Daniel to be presented. Um, not only Nebuchadnezzar to be presented with that, but Daniel as well, because uh, they are now exiles. Lamentations, I think, is written um, and it's about those who um, were left behind in Jerusalem um, who were not taken into exile uh, to Babylon. Um, but he's been taken and his mates to Babylon. <coughs> There's been this massive uh, um, yeah, challenge, really, uh, to to wipe out really all that daniel is and his three friends as well um to kind of like uh wipe the hard drive and then reinstall um another operating system so <clears throat> all of uh, all of jesus and uh and life with him all of the church and life with jesus and his church being a light to the nations, all of that is just kind of trying to be wiped wiped out, new names, that's another operating system being put on him, you're now in Babylon, you're going to be trained for three years, you, might, you know the three years of his disciples, <coughs> spending three years of Jesus being trained up by him, um, but this is three years now where all that's been wiped out and now overridden, uh, let's overwrite this, um, and so, yeah, so that is the, all of their identity and stuff is like, is massively being challenged. Um, and who rules the world, isn't it, has been massively challenged. Daniel and his friends draw that line in the sand. Jeff Thomas says this in his book, that it's like a drawing of a line. It's like everything about us is being wiped, you know, wiped clean and tried to be overridden, overwritten. overwritten. Um, but I'm going to draw a line in the sand. We're not going to get involved with all of that stuff as well, the the lovely food and the merriment that comes with the wine. It's like, oh, it's, just, it's all too easy, isn't it, for us to be dragged uh, dragged into the world to become part of the world uh, with all of its pleasures. So he's like, no, nah, let's draw the line. We're not going to eat the same food. Um, and God honours that, doesn't he? Because he makes them look as if they're having the richest of foods. Um, yeah, but this is Daniel's attitude going into it. But so helpful, and to think, no, the ruler of the whole world is not what it seems it's not what it seems and it's good for us to know that the comfort as we look around, isn't it? Like, um yeah, for so long our society's been you know, the the uh consequences of us knowing Jesus has still been felt in our in our country, isn't it? And but that's been eroded massively quickly. And you can be be a panic. Um but this is great for us, isn't it? That it is, yeah there's kingdoms of the world but they come and go as jesus decides uh but he's got a kingdom which is an everlasting kingdom and a, he has a dominion that will never end um and <clears throat> one day yeah exile is totally put to bed that's wiped out and overwritten um and we will be with him forever yeah um, so may that encourage you this morning um yeah take care as you go to work um or as you spend time um with your kids today, God bless you um take care um and I'll see you tomorrow morning for more daddy old that out.